hearty fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and the sisters in continuation of the morning pravachanam please remember that when we do these prayer these prayers relating to master cvv we should also have a notebook to make note of the thoughts that we receive sometimes during the prayers as instructions or as some intuitional thoughts that would unfold wisdom in us where the master gives a direction to study certain scriptures or itihasas not the entire scripture but certain parts of the scriptures the itihasas and puranas he also gives many instructions from within the beauty of the master is when you are when you regularly relate with him invoking him he he relates to each one of us on a one to one basis he has a facility to relate to everyone on a one to one basis and therefore he says my method is direct my method is a direct method that i relate to you directly and instruct you from within and guide you mold you and transform you in so far as you follow the instructions the instructions are very are varied and many he instructs you with do not take that the uh, the the thoughts that you receive in the prayer in a light hearted manner it has to be made note of it is an important instruction of the master to make note of the instruction that one receives in prayer you may recollect after the prayer and make notes very correct and make notes after the prayer that is how each one is guided from by the master directly and in so far as you are able to follow those instructions a, a bridge is established between you and him a communication bridge and you will be able to receive many instructions that cause unfoldment in you and also that to clear many of your tasks in life we do get many tasks in life according to the the program in which we are and the in fulfillment of those tasks the master is very helpful that's why we relating to the master in the prayer and making note of the instructions that he gives is of great importance <clears throat> it has to be it, it it does wonders it does wonders and uh, the diaries are very useful because sometimes we get knowledge directly in a seed form and the seed unfolds itself in the huge branch of knowledge a huge branch of knowledge sometimes we get 
certain experiences of different colors taking their manifestations in you that also you have to make note sometimes you happen to listen to certain sounds sometimes you would have certain visions these are all very common when one is regular with the prayer when one is regular with the prayer there is the, the master supplies a sound note by which transformations happen he supplies a color whose velocity in you causes certain changes he also gives you certain visions and he gives directions those directions have to be followed sometimes he may say visit such a such and such a place or visit certain certain person or he may even forecast on you of the visit of someone to you to whom you have to speak certain things such directions also happen and we do not quote the name of the master with utmost confidence in the master we follow and do it and many times many times they come true it has been an experience also so therefore awaiting the for the instruction of the master is also there along with an appeal to the master to make the needed rectifications in you the basic purpose of the prayer is to get the rectifications done in you so that the arranged energy is rearranged by the energy that is introduced by him the master introduces the energy and the energy keeps on transforming and as as i said in the morning when the work of transformation is happening you cannot open the eyes even if you wish you cannot open the eyes and many times you are not there in the prayer it happens only after the after all the adjustments are done you are back again into your individual consciousness just like an operation is done giving anesthesia and after the anesthesia anesthetic effect is over the patient comes back and then he asks did the operation take place because he doesn't know what happened similar things happen in the prayer when he makes very deep adjustments you are not there he makes the adjustments and you feel the 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 lighted part of it in the sense you feel much light with you and the heaviness in you is gone the heaviness of thoughts or the heaviness of problems they are all watered out and the 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 instrument is gradually prepared to get ready to receive more and more light when it starts receiving light then you get there the light and sound show in you light and sound show happens in you. Uh, it is similar to what why why what is already explained in our scriptures especially in ramanujaneya samvada <coughs> there would be many inner experiences which you would make note of and which you would not speak out normally a little experience you would try to tom tom it all around eh? the instruction of the master is that you keep it in the record and in your notebook 
and let the notebook be also be maintained in a kind of secrecy that no one has access to it. No one has access to it. Why? Because the master would like to prepare us in, in matters of confidentiality, secrecy and silence which are important instructions as we walk into <coughs> the fields of light. You cannot irresponsibly speak of the master. You cannot speak of your experiences, even to your dearest ones, until the whole process is complete. Therefore, this keeping the notebook is, a, is an indication to the master that you are willing to take the instructions. When you have a notebook with you, you bring it to the... Now you can also use the mobile as a notebook. The mobile can be used as a notebook. Immediately after the prayer, you can sit quiet and make note of certain uh, very significant thoughts that you receive in prayers. And that would be a way by which he guides you. A true medium receives the program of the day for him. In the sense of whom to speak, what to speak, and even lectures can happen in that manner. <coughs> he, the master can give the seed thoughts by which a lecture can be delivered for say one and a half hour. For one and a half hours a lecture happens without any preparation, only because you are supplied a seed thought. Not only that, sometimes he, he even gives copious dictations which transform into books. There are books received by Master K as a dictation from Master CVV. One book is Spiritual Astrology, another book is Spiritual Psychology. Likewise, when you get into this kind of contact with the Master, inspirational writings and inspirational teachings happen and that is where you tend to be more and more the medium of the Master. The Master slowly transfers His presence through your speech, through your actions, and through your writings. That's how He prepares slowly the ardent students to be His mediums through, through whom they function. And these mediums are not gullible people who are unconscious of what they are doing. That's the difference. There are many mediums who, to, upon whom there will be a, a noble soul presiding and then he keeps on saying things which come true for people. Come true for people. But by themselves they are not as knowledgeable as what is being said by him. So they say, I don't know, I, am, I received this, I transferred this to you. That kind of mediumship is considered to be a negative mediumship where the person who is working for a higher soul is not elevated, he is not enlightened. <coughs> he remains where he is. While he is just used for a purpose. But in the case of the Master, what he says is in the process, you, the knowledge in you grows, the comprehension in you grows, 
the awareness in you expands and eventually you would be as much a master as I am, that is what he said. Pranata Nijajanam Swatmatulyan Karoti is the very keynote of the life of Master CVV. When the Master was doing extraordinary deeds in Kumbhakonam, one of his followers who has been an expert in reading Bhrugunadi, the Bhujandar Nadi, Kaka Bhujandar Nadi, he was verifying the story of the Master in the Kaka Bhujandar Nadi. There he found that the Master is no other than manifestation of Brahman, and here, manifestation of Brahman, there are no past lives. And then his purpose is to transform everyone who, who relates to him to be a Brahman, to be embodiment of Brahman. That means a realized soul. So such is uh, the purpose with which he has come. Therefore, as I read out to you in the morning in the declaration, the, he clears many things relating to us, neutralizes lot of karma relating to us, prepares our instruments and ultimately makes us as a tra- one, one more outpost for transmission of light. One more outpost for transmission of light, you receive to distribute. You receive to distribute material resources, you receive to distribute the spiritual resources, meaning the wisdom. You receive to distribute on a daily basis. And as you receive and as you distribute in the process, you tend to be more and more transparent and resplendent. That's how the work happens. For that, one important instruction is to make notes. <clears throat> Making note and follow. The knowledge that you receive can be of two types. One is of speculative knowledge, another is of instructive knowledge. Instructive knowledge shall have to be put into practice. Speculative knowledge is given to, to gain expansion of your consciousness. Speculation, speculative knowledge means, for example, how Uranus is functioning, you would know, in the present days, and how Jupiter is functioning. As I explained to you yesterday evening, I think it was in the evening, <clears throat> the grand time between Pluto, Jupiter and Mercury, what does it mean? What does it mean? He, he gives you explanations. He gives you a never-before apurva. The interpretations are apurva. The explanations are apurva. You get a new dimension because that is the very speciality of Uranus. Uranus is considered to be a brain to the brain. A brain to the brain. That's how the Alan Lewis speaks of Uranus. It's a brain apart from the brain from which you receive, which is a planet of intuition. Intuitionally, and master is the master of Uranus. He is an Aquarian master. He was born in the full moon hours of Leo, where moon is in Aquarius. And he was born in the town which is called the angle of Aquarius. Kumbhakona means Aquarius angle. 
Arakona means the angle of the sun, sun's angle. Arakona, there is a temple, isn't it? Sun temple. Likewise, Kumbhakonam, because he is handling, he, his job is to handle the aquarium energies that are transmitted, <coughs> he took birth in a place where the energies would be received. See, the touch of the Hadis Kamet, the, the tail of Hadis Kamet happened at Kumbhakona. Earlier also when Aquarian Age came, it was, it, it was only in Kumbhakona. If you go to Adhikumbhaya they give the story of how the energies of Aquarius, Magha, Magha energies, were received in that place where the temple is today as Adhikumbhaya and those energies are collected and they formed into a, a lake which is called Mahamaham, where annually people go and take bath, just as people go for Kumbhamela. <coughs> Even in this cycle, the energy has again descended over the same place, which was foreseen by the initiates, and he was residing in Kumbhakonam to receive those energies. So the energies that he supplies, the, the best benefit that you get out of it is that you, you get infusional thoughts. Infusional. That's why when you interpret a scripture, you interpret as if it was never said before. If you interpret Lalita Sahasrama, if you interpret Vishnu Sahasrama, if you interpret Bhagavad Gita, if you interpret any episode of Ramayana or Mahabharata, it is a different presentation. It's not as before. That's the beauty. It comes afresh. Because knowledge is always limitless and a fresh dimension of knowledge is given and it causes enough inspiration and even elevation to the persons who relate to such knowledge. If you see the work, the work of Master E.K., there are so many dimensions which he presented in his books, which are never before. Even through the writings that came through me or the teachings that came through me, the entire West feel this is never before. Even this, the interpretation of the parables of Jesus Christ or interpretation of Mayan civilization or Jewish civilization, Egyptian civilization, it's never before. You see these occult meditations, in these meditations there are so many things which are never said ever before. He speaks of Saramaya Mandala, Sarama, Sarama is no other than Serbiras, like that he connects between Sarama, Serbiras, Sirius and gives you and unfolds wisdom. He, he brings out wisdom through intuitional ways. And the medium also tends to be intuitional in his work. That is how even, you know, the followers of Master CBV, when they do give homeopathic remedies, they receive intuitionally the right remedy and there would be very fast cure, that, cures that happen. The homeodispensaries that are run by the world teachers, we have the the picture of Master CVV and Master E.K. And then they invoke the Master and then start giving medicines. It is the experience of every homeopath that they receive intuitionally the right 
they hit the right medicine and then it is given a, a disease which was not cured over so many days so many months is just cured with one dose <coughs> there are many such things that happen why because uranus starts working with you uranus starts working with you and intuition starts functioning you in your own profession you would attend to the profession with a different dimension i have such experiences with it with my profession i have such experiences riddles which could not be solved even by the best of the brains in profession could be very easily solved as if it is nothing so simply to the bewilderment of the client and the colleague professional colleagues likewise cues also happen cues happen in anything there is the brain behind the brain that guides you and you, you are intuitionally guided and to get into that state regular prayer as i said in the morning enter into you relate to the movement that is happening in you the movements in you the outer movements i spoke of the inner movements i spoke of but when you get into the field of light in you where you are experiencing certain light certain colors certain sounds slowly you are entering into the area of divine nature <coughs> divine nature there is the mundane nature part in us there is the divine nature part in us the nature in when you when you ascend into light and sound experiences during meditation it means you are into the buddhic plane and you are not anymore relating to the objectivity through your meditations a man who walks into buddhic plane is said to be the one who entered into the heart chamber when you are into the heart chamber the outer life is closed for a moment you are open for the inner light that's why it is said in masonry you close the outer temple and you open the inner temple that's how they speak so inner temple where it is open nothing relating to the object we see is caught up for the moment because the mind turned inward and it has become an antarmukha antarmukha contrary to bahirmukha which it has been over our all these years until we walk into the 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 technique of prayer or meditation this antarmukha manas satareva hi manasa antarmukha bhavayat guru paduka even when you make this stotra you have to turn inward and see perceive the the feet of the lord of, of the master either in the heart chamber or at the forehead and then visualize that you are making worship of those padukas either with akshatas or with flowers because it is all manasika mental likewise all worships have to be more antarmukha <coughs> when you meditate upon lord krishna or do some stotras visualize that the lord is present in you within you and within you you visualize yourself and also visualize that you are doing puja as you do outside as you do outside 
just as you do outside, while a stotram is happening, you don't have to do any upacharas outside. Turn inward and then relate to the deity. Every deity is nothing but a form of light, with a different color note, with a different sound note, but it's all sound and light form. So, while you do that, so the deity in you, you can also visualize yourself. You are sitting before him and then you are doing the worship. So also with the master. When you do that, when you are more and more habituated to be within you and relate to the lighted form in you, or light as such in you, Master CVV speaks of relating to the light in you, the sound in you. The moment you utter the sound, the light manifests. The beauty of the sounds that we utter in the Vedic system or in the stotrams of given by Vedavyasa or Shankaracharya, the sounds that are arranged are so potential, when you properly utter them, every sound brings out its related color note. It's the beauty. And since sounds, sounds are uttered at the throat, you find from frequent uh, what you call explosion of lights into your head. Frequent explosion of lights into your head. And different colors at different times. Like the fountains, they keep happening. Just as you go to a park where there is a sound and light show, according to the sound, there is a dance arranged of the lights. <coughs> you would have such an experience when you are into such experience either through prayers or through worship, then what happens is your nature would not be as mutable as before. Your nature is not as changing as before. From an unstable nature, through the practices, regular practices of prayer, you slowly walk into stable nature where, when you enter into the buddhic plane. And in the buddhic plane there is such a huge entertainment for those who turn inward and relate. So therefore the, re- the taste is developed and people keep on relating, relating, relating. In so relating, more and more information comes for practice, more and more information comes for enlightenment. You would know manifold wisdom. Manifold wisdom. See, I am myself an example to you, not to boast of myself. An accountant is able to deliver so many facets of wisdom in all these years. Just an accountant. How is it possible for an accountant to do it? I am not a scholar of Sanskrit. I haven't studied Puranas, nor did I study Upanishads. I have not been a particular student of all those uh, uh, scriptures. But then you are taught from within. You are taught from within. We know with Ramakrishna Paramahansai, he did not open any book. He did not open any book. 
But then all that he taught is Vedanta. Who taught him? The deity to whom he related with him. By reading books we don't become wise. We become otherwise. By relating to the inner light, yes, the knowledge keeps on coming. And that knowledge is, is, retained with, is retained with you. As I read in the morning with the book, it cannot be acquired from outside. It is revealed from inside. Everything is revealed from inside because Ishwara is in you. Ishwara is in every one of us, isn't it? We, we chant those Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam, isn't it? Kruddeshe Arjuna Tishtati, Ishana Sarva Vijjanam, Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam. All these are, there are very true statements and that they are true would be known to you as a first-hand information. It's not that somewhere something happened to someone, it starts happening to you, so you get more and more affirmations of things. Varieties of things are taught, varieties of things unfold, and in that process what happens is, the nature which is otherwise so very tumultuous, tumultuous, with all its absent flows, it still stops. The higher nature is, the nat- is, a, is a nature which has, which stills you down, which, you, which gives you poise, which gives you peace. That's why we relate to Saraswati, Mother, Mother Saraswati, Lakshmi, Parvati. The idea is you get to Ghana Rupa, not sensual Rupa, Vijnana Ghana Rupini, like that we say. Through knowledge, the knowledge consolidates your energy into a rhythmic energy. It's a rhythmic energy, it functions in tune with nature. It functions in tune with nature. Slowly you would reach to such states where you can notice the full moon even without looking into Panchanga. You can notice Astami without looking into Panchanga, your mind itself. The way it is, it relates to the soul in you, you would know maybe this could be astami like Because astami tidhi, which is not considered auspicious for objective functioning, is very auspicious for yogic functioning. Half male, half female is astami. Half male, half female. Because half moon is visible, half moon is invisible. Isn't it? Half moon is visible, half moon is invisible. The visible part is the mother, the invisible part is the Lord. The Lord is invisible, he, is, he can be made visible only through the, through the mother. So Ardhanarishwar Tattva, which exists in you as yourself, can be better experienced during the Ashtami day. You see how we celebrate Krishna Ashtami and Durga Ashtami. One is Suklastami, that is Suddhastami, the other is Krishnastami, where they take different positions. That which is lighter part, 
in Shivasuddhashtami gets into invisibility and the other part is related in Krishna Ashtami. And the two happen every month. The two happen every month. Jagarana is also meant for that. You know that? Most of us, we do not know why do we do Jagarana for Kartika, Purnima or Mahasivaratri. These are the famous days for us, popular days for doing Jagarana. The energies are rearranged. They are rearranged. The chemistry is rearranged because in hours of sleep we are awake while in the while you generally sleep in those hours. For rearrangement of energies only these days are selected. Likewise, Ekadasi also people do Jagarna. <coughs> there are many ways of doing Jagarna. The idea is relating to the divine, you make a reshuffling of your energies. Then they tend to be flexible. Man tend to be flexible, adaptable to the situation, adaptable to unexpected situations, unexpected times, unexpected places. So this kind of work slowly enables to stay put when you are in prayer. There is no more internal movement, there is no more external movement. There is only a column of light which we experience within. The light and sound show also stops. That's also a movement. Then you can experience the entire column of light in you, which is described as the dhyana sloka of our Shiva Puja. When we do Shiva Puja, we say, Apatalanabhastalanta bhuvanat brahmanama vispurat jyoti spatika linga mauli vilasat. Like a spatika linga, you see the column of light from you and then a globe of light on the top of your head. That's, that's how it happens. Everything is... That is what Master CBB calls a state of stability. A state of stability. In that stable state, you stand in a... you stand eligible to receive communications from higher circles. It is no more from within, it is from without. You, you keep on receiving information from higher circles. I have been speaking about the ashrams of the masters. Then you receive instructions from various, from various dimensions. You make note of them and you start functioning your life, in the meanwhile completely changes. Because you are no more relating to your daily routine with great focus. It happens. The daily mundane life, it, it, it happens. You don't, you don't need so much effort to work with it. It is just like what you call the fish taking to water. Tirukula, nallerupai bandhantara. It goes faster. Adhubandi, when, when it is passing over the field, it goes faster because it's already soft. 
So the outer life is ironed out for and things get fulfilled. Your family requirements get fulfilled. Your children growth is fulfilled and they settle in their own lives while you walk the path of light. That's how Padana Mahatya demonstrated his life. That's how Master demonstrated his life. That's how Master Amman demonstrated his life. That's how Master E.K. demonstrated his life. There is no effort to live the outer life. When we are associated with greater responsibilities, the lesser responsibilities are taken care of by the nation. That's how he, he elevates us. He elevates us. And in the process there would be a grand adjustment of planets. There would be different functioning of the planets in us. So much is intended by this prayer by the Master. And he himself said, in eleven years I found varieties of ways by which this prayer helps. But you can continue with this work and then you find some more things than what I have found. That's how he said it. It is for the future generations to evolve further with this prayer and get more and more knowledge from these prayers. See how it happened with Master Ike, how many dimensions he demonstrated, and how it is happening now. And it, things happen very intuitionally, and we, we, tend, we tend to get more and more humbled. These are all things which look, until we get into the stream of this energy, they look to be fictional. Once we are into this energy, they tend to be so true. You see, an example in Mr. Joshi, can a bank officer be doing all these things? Can a bank officer? There are many bank officers. But he has, the moment he got in touch with the energy, he jumped into it. And as a consequence, he has been able to manifest so much of work, which while working in the bank, while accepting every transfer that is given to him, lot of work is manifest. He continues to manifest because he tasted the energy. Everyone is expanded to his maximum potential. Maximum potential. Connection with the Master is available in, in oneself. The Master is available anywhere between the head center to heart center. In connection with the Master you keep on doing things in an impersonal manner. You would gradually walk into a state of impersonality. Impersonality means there is no such thing as I like this, I don't like this. I prefer this, I don't prefer this. There are no preferences, there are no choices. A neutral state of living happens. There are no extreme likes, there are no extreme dislikes. There are no such things as my people or other people. <coughs> we come out of all those things. These are all limitations, circumscriptions. This is my group, isn't it? From my family, now, most of our brothers have walked into my group. But my itself is an illusion. Master's group. Master is Ishwara, isn't it? 
which all belong to the master, the group belongs to master, master means not master, CVV. I always caution you about it. Master means there is only one master in this universe, whom our scriptures call masters. The master is Ishvara. Ishvara, he is, he is all permeating, he is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient. That is Ishvara. Into that state he leads us. Do not build a cult because the, the work of the Master is not to build a cult after Master CVV or a cult after Master MN, a cult after Master EK. Because every group, whenever a teacher comes and teaches, they build a cult around him. But the work of the teacher is to relate you to the omnipresent one. Kumhini dhavu chepkedu gurudu gurudu. Kumhini dhavu means the master of the universe. The master of the universe is also there on this earth and is also there in us, in everything. He is inside and he is outside. That's why he is Antar Bahishya. Isn't Antar Bahishya Vyatya Sarva Narayana Sthitaha. Like that we see. Isn't it? He is within, he is available within, he is also available outside. That's the master when he, when Master CVV speaks of master, he is only referring to the Ishvara, that's all. And he, he said master in English because that was the fashion at those days, in those days. And anything he gave was in English. The mantras also he gave in English. So master doesn't mean a particular name and a particular form. When we say master namaskaram at the very beginning of our prayer, to whom are we referring to? To whom are we referring? The universal energy, which exists in you, in me, in all others, in the, in the fauna and flora of this set, and the permeation not only of this set, the solar system, and the whole universe. That's the master, Ishwara. When he is in, when he is within, he is called Antaryani. Within the palm, he is Antaryani. Outside the palm, he is Bahiryani. That's why the Mantra Pushpa says, Antar Bahisata Sarvam Anantam Avyayam Kavini Samudrayantam. Samudrayantam means what? I don't want to teach Sanskrit here. Samudra is not ocean, according to when you know the, <coughs> the true knowledge, sa mudra means samudrayantam means it is beyond formations, all formations, cosmic, solar, planetary. These formations happen according to patterns. The patterns are mudras, impressions. If you set your hand on something, there is a mudra in it. Beyond that, beyond cosmic patterns, solar patterns, planetary patterns, is still there. That which is permeating the whole universe is also in smallest form. Shimala, Brahmala, isn't it? Anoraniyan, Mahatomahiyan. So where is it that you do not find him? You should have the eye to see. Where is it that you do not find him? You should have the orientation to say, it is to that master. 
the first sanitation is offered, please remember, Master Namaskaram, then Master CVV Namaskaram. <coughs> By that what does it mean? He is a channel of the Universal Master to cause the needed adjustments in us according to a theme which is conceived as the highest circles. Where is the religion in this? Where is the cult in it? Where is the sect in it? That is the reason why he is so much found acceptable in the West. He is accepted in South America, in nine countries. He is accepted so much in Europe, in all the West European countries. He is accepted in North American continent. He is accepted in Jewish country. There are followers everywhere on the planet. Why? Because you are directly linked to Brahman. That is his work. There are no other intermediaries, no priest between you and the Lord. He doesn't also stand in between. He says, after the sound CVV, I connect you and leave you to it. I connect you and leave you to it. Just like a priest who conducts marriage, what is he doing? He, he, he connects the bridegroom and the bride. Thereafter he has no role in between them, isn't it? After the marriage, the priest cannot come and stay in the house of the newly married couple. He cannot go for honeymoon with him, with them, <laughs> isn't it? And the priest cannot say, these people, after I have, I have connected them, they are no more relating to me. He, is it not foolish if it is like that? A true teacher doesn't stand between the Jivatma and Paramatma. A true teacher he is not an impediment. He is a facilitator. Please go that. Many teachers stand in between as an obstruction. They want his followers every time only to go through them. Only to go through them. That means they are a bottleneck. Such bottlenecks, the, the neck would be broken by the master. Because the energy is such, it doesn't let anyone to stand in the way of functioning of the universal That's the beauty. That's why he himself declared, I am just a medium of the energy. That's why the ones who transmit this energy do not aggrandize themselves. At best they, to, they, they present the picture of the Master, not present themselves excessively. Why? Because it is the Ishwara Himself functioning through all this. And you are a facilitator for the connection between the Jivatma and Paramatma. Between the Deva and the Jiva. You connect it. That is the work of every Sadguru. See, Rama has learned from Vasistha. Did Vasistha play any further role later? Unless asked, he did not interfere with the work of Rama. For everything going to Vasistha, just as the fashion today with all of the so-called followers of any Sadhguru, for everything they refer to the teacher. Everything. Then what happens to your abilities, your capabilities to handle a situation? None of the seers who were enlightened by their teachers later went on following the teacher like a tail. He studied the stories of the seers. The seers also had their gurus. 
But once they are given the technique and they work with it, they tend to be direct in connection with the Brahman. And they do respect their teacher, but not every time going to the teacher. This is the fashion of Kali Yuga. Fashion of Kali Yuga. That we want to show that our allegiance to a particular teacher. Allegiance to teacher is not cherished by a real teacher. Allegiance to Ishwara is very much cherished. If you don't relate to Ishwara and just go on moving around the teacher all the time, that kind of a follower is a nuisance to the teacher. <coughs> Isn't it? Achyatulaki kalaka adachasthanta. Yappudu vahin chuttu tiritetla, var chuttu tiritetla chatte. You are asked to move around Ishwara, but you start moving around the teacher. The teacher gets a bit disgusted. Because the disciple is not following what the teacher said. <coughs> See, if you have two followers with you, let us say two assistants with you. Followers is too big a word. There are two assistants, two juniors to you. One junior does whatever work you tell him. The other junior doesn't do what you say, but he keeps on moving around you and praising you all the time. Whom do you like? If you are a fool, you like the second one. Isn't it? If you are a fool, you like the one who praises you and doesn't do anything. And he is a burden to you. Because you have to feed him. <laughs> you have to feed his family also. Isn't it? That is his surrender. He, the teacher says surrender to the, surrender to Ishwara. But then he finds it convenient to move around the teacher. And I have offered surrender to you, surrender to you. What are you surrendering? Surrendering all your luggage you are transferring to the but the other one accomplishes whatever you say. If you are a true teacher, you would be more with the one who fulfills, who fulfills, not the one who is an idol worshipper. An idol worshipper. That's why the master was very particular that this is, a, this is science, this is not religion. Number one. The path of CVV is, is the path, is a scientific path. It's not a religion. He says the master exists in you and you can relate to him in me. And I let you, I will arrange for it by rearranging the energies, the energies in you so that you can easily relate to Ishwara in you. Then what happens? Directly Ishwara starts functioning through you. And you tend to be closer to Ishwara. You tend to be to, into his Samipya, Salokya, Samipya, Sayoja, Sarupya. That's how it is said, isn't it? In your prayers, you always keep relating to him and visualizing him either as a resplendent light or as a humming sound or as a, an expansive sky or in the form of the deities that we have. A farm eventually will have to disappear. The worship of farm is a facility but not the, the final. It's a facility 
when the when the light of the form which you contemplate in you when it grows in its radiation slowly the contours of the form disappear only light remains it was asked in bhagavad gita arjuna is a good representative of humanity as i said in the 12th chapter should i meditate upon the nameless formless incomprehensible unqualitative absolute brahman or should i meditate in a form which is of great attraction radiation which full of magnetic magnetism and radiation krishna says if you follow the first one avyakta avyakta hi gatir dukham like this is it's difficult you get frustrated so through the form you can move that's how in the 12th chapter of bhagavad gita he says but then what happens when you go through that slowly the form disappears and the light remains but it is a small light you see the frame around the light if it is a flash light you cannot see the frame around the light the flash light is this its radiation is so much it's you cannot see the 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 frame behind you can experience looking at a flash light you get blind for some time isn't it there is the question of seeing the form by which this light is arranged but if it is a small light you can see so in your contemplation upon light slowly you would ultimately result in that kind of a light not when i say light don't think of these lights don't think of it it is awareness as light aditya varnam tamasah parastat that's how it is said meaning it is that like the expanse of blue you can say it is called expanse of blue because blue is but a, when when white is in its profundity it appears as blue sky appears as blue why because it is white only but in profound depths we don't know the other end of the sky do we because of its profundity it becomes blue otherwise it is white so white is initial blue is final that is the reason why we have lord krishna and lord rama depicted in blue and the mother depicted in blue meaning the profundity even when you meditate through form ultimately you have to relate to the light <coughs> so relating to this light in you the master in you enables you to relate to that light which is beyond the tri- triplicity icha gyana kriya or rajastama sattva beyond that you contact suddha chaitanya this suddha chaitanya is, a, is relates to you in your prayer which is in you in the upper part of your head the upper part of your head there is all that is there in the sky the nameless formless light that light slowly relates to through the triangle of rajastama sansatva into your buddhi plane where you, you remain these are all 
the natural unfoldments when you do the prayer. They are not... Therefore, there is no need to refer to books and narrate things. Referring to books is very seldom done in our teachings. Why? Because the, the facility is you are directly informed. You are directly informed and whatever you speak, they, they, when they are referred, when they are related to the scriptures, you find affirmations in it. Affirmations in it. So that's what happens with the prayer. And do not be satisfied yourself by mechanically attending to the prayers. Don't be mechanical. So prayer has to be with much intent. As I said, you should experience moments in it. And these moments, when they are happening, you should, you would be, you would be disabled to open your eyes. That is the test. That's the test. You are disabled to open your eyes. And a day like this, it happens for longer duration in a group. Normally in a group, the group, the group LCM is worked out. According to the group LCM, the duration of prayer would be If it is individually, it can be for long, much more, longer. And on such days as May call day or December call day or equinox or solstice, the time and the nature is in such cooperation. The prayers happen with greater depth. <clears throat> That's why it is recommended that we note these days, the equinoxes, the solstices, three days, the day before and the day after. Then you have two equinoxes and two solstices. So four events, four into three, twelve days, twelve days of great consequence. Then you have new moon and full moon. That makes it another twenty-four. And then you have transit of sun from one sun sign to the other, which is the main part. Then you have each phase of moon. See, by noting these days, you are also relating to the, the, the planetary drama that is there, that is being played around our, our earth. We keep also relate, as I said yesterday, to the planets, their movements. Likewise, important conjunctions, important trines that happen, and these are all how from within you get this information. How much can be written? The seers of the olden days, they did not believe in writing everything. Writing By contemplation only <laughs> everything will be known to you. That's how the seers, they went on contemplating and he received some information, another received information. When they compared, they have almost the same. Then they, they transmitted to the general public. When two, three or four or five seers found the same information through their contemplation, then they transmitted such information to the general public and through their writings. They did not believe so much in writing. Only Vedavyasa has written much. What did Viswamitra write? Did he write anything? Did Vasistha Maharshi write anything? Did Agastya Maharshi write anything? 
you don't find their writings. We only sometimes some stotras we name after them that this is given by him, this is given by him. There is no proof of it. They only know every man is capable of knowing himself by inner contemplation. And the work of Master CVV is is to lead us within and find the other dimensions relating to us. The other dimensions relating. We are satisfied with one dimension, one dimension relating to us, while we have three other dimensions. We have the ability to gain a golden body, potential to gain, not ability. We have also potential to gain a diamond body. Anjaneya gained like that. Kanchana Sarira, Vajra Sarira. Every adept, every adept, by mention of Anjaneya is too grand an energy, very grand. Every adept whom we worship, they have these three bodies. The very purpose of working with the, the divine side of life, be it with the bhakti, be it with the jnana, be it with yoga, it should ultimately result in finding the other dimensions relating to us. We are also four-armed. As I said yesterday, we are fourfold. We are units of pure existence and we are units of pure awareness. And we enter into thought plane and then action plane. We know only thought and action, we don't know the other two. That's why we only have two arms. The angels have four arms, meaning they have their realized ones. The other two arms of the angels function as the wings. That's why the meditation today, the tongues of the serpent tend to be the wings of the eagle. The wings are the two additional hands with the help of which you can, with the body of light, you can move around. Let me conclude the talk with the final accomplishment which the Master promised. He said, as you keep on working with this prayer, what happens is you, you pursue this. And he gave other two instructions other than making note of what you listen in the prayer. He said, try to see the one Master in everything, which is the concept of Bhagavata. Isn't it? Visvam Vishnu Vishnu Kantana Vereyama Yulena. That's how Bhagavata starts with Visvambu Vishnu Vishnu Kantana Vereyama Yulena. There is nothing else. All that is visible is Vishvam. That Vishvam is no other than Vishnu. It is the form of Divan. So he says, in everything see the Master. In everything. In things you like, see the Master. In things you don't like, see the Master. In persons whom you don't like, still the Master is there. Otherwise, how would He be? How can He exist? Without Ishwara, nothing exists. So, when Ishwara has no objection to exist in Him, why should He have any objection for His existence? We don't want someone's presence around us. Let us say, the master arranges their presence all the time, until you get out of that sickness. 
he always presents to you what is disliked by you only to train you that you you overcome this sickness of dislike the sickness of un- discomfort see you don't want a berth near the toilets when you travel in a train you know if you have strongly that in mind he will arrange that you get berth only near the toilet you don't want side berth he will get side berth you don't want side berth you get side berth you don't want upper berth you will get upper berth you don't want to be transferred you will be transferred if you want transfer to a particular place he will transfer to another place you can ask us of that to be in association with him he was fondly hoping to stay in vishakhapatnam but from hyderabad he was uh, instruct putting him to the east the master has put him to pune at last can happen so like that he does the contrary only to teach you why should you have this limitation why should you have this limitation what what does it matter wherever i am not there in pune am i only in vishakhapatnam that's why whatever is not wanted he brings it and teaches you that you you get out of and get to a neutral position similarly what you want strongly is also why why do you get out of the sickness of wanting get out of sickness of not wanting this is a great dimension that means you are lifted up from positive and negative desire and you let you you, you relate to the master in every situation and accept it and move forward without causing other further consequences to you when you dislike some person some place or sometimes through in those dislike hours you do certain things which you do, which would bring consequences so he, he gives a, he, he puts you a, at a neutral state if someone is transferred to a very distant place the only answer that i give is go and join it is master's wish one of our members he was asked to join in a place where daily there would be huge bears walking through the roads madakasira people would not like to go to such places because he stand exposed to a bear sometimes but then if the when you are the following the path of the master it is the will of the master ishvara sankalpa is <coughs> there in our tradition ishvara sankalpa you take it as ishvara sankalpa through that you are you are offered certain gifts a master of wisdom says whatever you see as a problem behind that problem there is a great gift if you know how to accept that problem behind every problem there is a gift the divine intends to pass on a gift to us before that he passes on a problem it comes as a problem when you properly attend to it and solve it then a gift comes out of it an enlightenment comes out of it an unfoldment comes out of it so this is how he neutralizes our likes and dislikes our likes and dislikes 
this neutral state is most important state because that is where you stand in sattva. You remain sattvic when you are out of life, strong likes and dislikes. You let it happen. Then in that sattvic state, the manifestation of the energy is far better. And as the manifestation of energy continues to happen, as I said, there would be more and more warming up of the body. Warming up of the body. By this warming up slowly, as I explained yesterday in bits and pieces, there is formation of a new tissue called Ojini. That leads us into a state where you pursue much within, much within. And Vojavati, Tirayana, Nolatri, you can read in Alta Sasnama in sixteen steps how the mother reached the Lord. And I also spoke of Vojani, Tejas, Vojas, Tejas, Brajas. You get to the state where lot of stages manifest in you. It is with the help of the stages everything is pulled up from within your system and gathered into a lighted form. When this lighted form happens, this form instantly it settles in the forehead. It settles in the forehead. And eventually, when your prayers reach very advanced state, you walk into that form and you see this form as distinct from you. You move into that, just like you move into the new vehicle and look at your old vehicle, poor thing standing over there. When you are into new vehicle, you have not yet sold your old vehicle. When you sit in the driving seat of the new vehicle, when you look at the old vehicle, how do you feel? A poor thing. It served me all the time. I am thankful to it. I must find a good buyer to it. Isn't it? We want to sell. <laughs> but here there is no place, scope to sell. <laughs> but you have, you see, your own body of flesh and blood appear into you in your state of meditation. That should happen. Then you are said to be moving into the body of life. Staying in the body of life, you look at the body of flesh and blood which is yours, sitting there in contemplation. But you are here looking at it. Or lying on the bed in sleep hours. You consciously move out and you see the, your body of flesh lying on the bed. That is what happened to Ramana Maharshi. Ramana Maharshi. In his sixteenth year, that he went into a great fever, and then he came out of the body and he saw in the, on the cart in the corner of the room his, his body of flesh and blood sleeping. Then he understood that he is not Venkat Raman. Venkat Raman is the name given for that for this incarnation to that one. He is not Venkat Raman. Therefore, he immediately made haste to get away from the house because he found himself a different identity. 
and he moved to Arunachala to make further penance to realize Brahman. After realizing Brahman, he came back and sat where we call is Ramanasham. The place which we call Ramanasham. He settled there after he realized Brahman and he has become a Maharshi. He came back. But he had this initial experience that he is not this body. We, may, we only lecture that we are not this body, we are not this body, but to have a tangible experience of it is different. That's how through, through these continuous meditations or prayers, you form the body of light and you move out through your ajna center in the form of your thumb-sized form. You enter into it, you re-visualize it, you enter into it. All this process is also explained in the story of Buddha, Gudruva. People don't read, they are there. Dhruva also experiences himself as a four-armed god, as Vishnu. Moves out and then he finds another Vishnu. Read well. That is what we have to form. Then we are called twice born, Vija, Dvijatva. That is the instruction of the masters of wisdom, that you are born in hours of darkness. You are born in the hours of darkness, in the body of flesh and blood. You have to be reborn in the in light. You are born in darkness. You have to be reborn in light. Until you re- are reborn in light, death and birth keep on happening to you. The wheel of birth and death continues with us until we are reborn in light and form, develop the body of life and move into that body and then consciously depart from this body. This is what Master C.V.V. He gave a promise. This is his promise. I shall personally on a one-to-one basis guide you if you care to get into this. If you care to get into this, I will personally guide you and give you the freedom, the independence from the wheel of birth and death. You exist in the body of light. Once you are into the body of light, you have many more potentials, many more possibilities. And you can also enter into, into a body of flesh and blood without experiencing Garbhanaraka and depart from it without experiencing Maranayatra. That's the beauty of the body. That is how Karana Janmas, meaning the divine beings when they manifest, they don't experience the, the Garbhanaraka and Maranayatra. They, they enter and they exit with facility. So you have the possibility to come back into, for example, all the masters of wisdom whose uh, images we display here, they are all in the physical body. And you know the way they maintain their body with the help of knowledge that they have, they live in one body for fifteen hundred years, flesh and blood. And the body of light is always there, they keep on moving here and there. Some Sadhguru, during night hours, he, he, he has much activity 
in relation to life. A yogi, for a yogi the night is the day. Whatever is the night to us is, is the day to the yogi. That is how Bhagavad Gita speaks. Why so he rests his body on a bed, on a comfortable bed, and through his there is the contemplation, the process of meditation. He moves up here and with his pulsation he moves out with the sutra-atma while the prana-sutra, the thread of life continues in its connection. He moves around, he moves far, he moves distant places. He appears to people in dreams and then gives them some instructions. Don't we experience those things? Sadgurus, they appear in dreams and guide. Why they have gained the body of light? And some of them have gained even what? Diamond light. Your work goes into greater dimensions when you gain these bodies. Because better vehicle means more responsibility and more work. Like that they keep the, the body of light has to be prepared, coming back to them. They have one body of flesh and blood which they change once in ten centuries. While our bodies, they don't even stand hundred years. Even in Vindhya range we have persons in the range of three hundred to five hundred bodies, the seers living in them. We don't know much of India. We don't know much of India. Not only in Himalayas, in Vindhya also there. How the way they, they work with their body is different. What they eat, what they breathe, what they relate to is different. So they are in the body of flesh and blood, they also have a body of golden light, they have a body of diamond light. Three bodies, when you gain, you are called a master of this, an adapter. You work in three different fields and you permeate the whole planet. So into that process the Master initiates us and his promise is to to grant you a golden body in twelve years, he said. Whosoever does this practice regularly, in twelve years I grant you his Master Amen. It happened. There are examples. Master E.K., it happened. Only after it happened, he entered into the web. Fifty-three, Master E.K. received the energy from Master C.V.V. Sixty-five, he gained it. Thereafter, he started his work moving to Vishakhapatna. Then you have Master E.K. sitting in his room, he used to tell us what is happening in Belgium, what is happening in Germany, what is happening in the United States. Next day you will find it in the news. How is it? And he was also telling us, now at this moment certain beings are coming from Venus to us. Let us be in prayer. How would it be? So there are so many dimensions relating to this prayer. You get into such expanse of knowledge and your, your potentials grow to such great extent. 
So this promise has to be, he, he, he fulfills the promise and it is for us to sincerely work it out. Work it out. And it happened to Ramakotaya. Some of those whom I know, there, there may be many. Once you know who is in that field, when you are in that field you know who, who they are. Maybe because there you have a different name and different form. Just like we, we know in, from the story of Girisharma that he is, his name is Jwalpul in the other field, while in the worldly parallels it is Girisharma. Likewise the masters also who live in different efforts on earth, where they live they have a different name. People don't know that they are great masters. But those who know them as great masters do not know where they are. They do not know where they are. So this is a facility of working that they work. Into this band of workers, hierarchy we call it. He says, I would admit you and so that you can work for the benefit of humanity, work for the benefit of, benefit of the planet in, while being in continuous touch with the Master of the Universe, Ishwar. If you wish, through your meditation, you can identify with Ishwar. And as at, at other times you keep doing the work of goodwill. That is all what is planned through Master Sevi. The energy that came through has come to help quicker evaluation of the beings. For quicker evaluation of the beings, the being is not targeted. The form and the nature of the being is targeted. For you to make a quicker travel, what is to be done is to give a quicker vehicle. Isn't it? You are the same, you are the same driver. Earlier we were moving at this rate of 25 to 40 kilometers speed per hour. Isn't it? Today at what speed we move outside Bangalore? Inside Bangalore we have slowed down. <laughs> outside Bangalore 100, 120, you are the same driver. But what is the difference? Your, your vehicle has changed. Your vehicle has changed. So that is what Master CVV says. I target your nature and the related form. According to your nature is your form. I make such a reparation to this form and your nature that you develop another vehicle from within this vehicle and enter into that vehicle which has very different dimensions of movement. That's what he said, Sushma Deha Mamaratvamu Sadhinchi. Jeevalanu Vahikaluga Svikarinchi. Once this is found, then you are a medium to the Ishvara. We can, the Lord can express through you. The Lord can express through you. Don't think it is again the, some master that expresses through you. There is no vampirism. Each time there is an expression, it is the divine itself that expresses. That someone, which is the general superstitious belief is, that his guru is hovering over him and he is speaking through him like that it is thought. When you are 
when the when the teacher connects you to the Ishwara in you and gives you the technique and when you associate with Ishwara, Ishwara himself flows through. Because he needs channels to evolve his own children because the, all the beings are his children and he has to work out to retrace them and give them the right direction so that they move forward. They are all stuck here, as I said. So from this stage of being imprisoned, we should start our pilgrimage. We have made a forward journey and we are not able to make a backward journey. That's what, that's where the simples helps to find progressive movement. And we find our destination. And we also know where do we go. Where do we go? Don't we know before we buy a ticket where do we go? We also know whom do we meet. The general belief is at the point of death, the two angels of death will come with some pangs on them. <coughs> it's not like that. When you are in the yoga practice, it's all different. You know where do you go, you know whom do you meet, and you also know what the work you have to do. Just like in the Berlin, you know when you, when you come to Bangalore, you know when, you, when do you leave. By what train you leave, by what flight you leave. You know where do you go and then what is the work you have to do over there, don't you know? Likewise, practically also <laughs> this knowledge happens. That's why he says, meet veticals. Horizontals meet veticals. This is a meditation. And then move in the vertical manner. So this vertical movement is most important. And the prayer is a means by, by which you, you ascend. And as you ascend, you see better. And generally when you ascend, you try to take a seat even during the worldly living in a higher place in your own, higher seat in your own being. Be seated in the heart or be seated in the bro center even while you are at work. Don't again fall down to solar plexus. Maintain that all is Ishvara. Ishvara is in me, Ishvara is outside. And then there are the beings who relate to you. So we relate to them in connection, while being connected with Ishvara. While we stand in connection with Ishvara, our relating to beings will be in right angle. In right angle, we do not hurt people. It would be neither acute angle nor it would be obtuse angle. It is the right angle. So we meet everyone in, in right angle. So that you don't create consequences that bind you. When you forget this connection, your nature prevails. Until your nature is transformed into divine nature, we have to be in constant connection with Ishwara. That is what we call be in touch with the Master at all times. The trick is, when we say Master, we have a different understanding, but know that when we say Master, we are only referring to Ishwara. Let it be so with all of you. May you be benefited by this make-all. And by 108th make-all, next make-all is 108th make-all. It's a nodal point. In terms of numbers, 108 is a 
as a as a dimension itself. So by next mega let much happen with each one of us that we make vertical progresses besides the horizontal progresses. I don't want to arrest the horizontal progresses, but preference is vertical progress. Let us vertically progress and reunite here for hundred eighth mega. May that be so. May the master be with us at all times. May us, may he protect us. May he direct us. May he illumine us. These are the three functions: to give right direction, to give illumination, and to protect. To protect, to direct, and to illumine. May the master. We pray that he does it for all of us. Thank you, Anandal. Namaste.